to the Azure Weekly Podcast. I'm Jade Meskill. I'm Roy Van Order. I'm Derek Neighbors. So uh, we were talking about um, some of the common problems that we've run into on different teams. And uh, I was wondering, you know, what is the ideal team that you would want to work with? So I think for me, the ideal team that I would want to work with is a bunch of people that I trust implicitly. Like they should be people I trust with my life, let alone a software project. I think that'd be huge. And I mean, if it, if there's traits, there's all sorts of traits. I, I definitely think I want to be with people that can be vulnerable with me and that I can be vulnerable with them um, on a deeper level than just the work. Uh, I want to work with people that are highly passionate about the work they're doing. Uh, I want to work with people that are interested in learning new things. I want to work with people that want to have fun. I want to work with people that um, want to get results, right? Like, and they're able to balance all of those things, right? They're able to balance, you know, there's a time to learn, there's a time to have fun. Ultimately, that has to be balanced with uh, what that deliverable is, right? Like, you know, whatever that that is. Um, and, and, you know, is willing to have conflict to balance those things, right? Like I look at it is, you know, if you look at uh, Aristotle or Socrates or any of them and you talk about virtue, right? And there's like, you go too far to the right, it's bad. If you go too far to the left, it's bad. And there's this like constant tension of trying to keep that needle or keep the guitar in tune, so to speak, as we have a guitar on the table here, right? Like I, I want to be on a team that understands those type of things and is having the conversation about how do we keep it in tune opposed to like just being stupid and focused on one thing right and not understanding the ramifications of other things so i guess depth right a team that has like philosophical depth about the work that they're doing so those are really awesome things how do you how do you get to a team that that functions like that, right? Man- you can't you can't just assemble it out of a box and magically okay. you've got that. So you hire a project manager and he just says <laughs> that everybody is required to be able to think that Derek just li- oh okay, okay. just listen just and that they all have to trust each other. Post them up on the wall. And and a good way to make people trust each other is trust falls and like courses <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. It's I don't know if I've seen it. Right. So like I mean I think that that's that's hard because I think part of the only way to get some of the like trust. So, so some of the way to get that depth is to have that vulnerability. But I think that path to getting that vulnerability requires exploring all of the edges and doing all the things, which a lot of times ends up in no results or results without any meaning or without a whole lot of fun, you know, you know, Hey, great. We got all the results we wanted, but nobody wants to do the work anymore because we had to slave and drive and it was miserable to get there, but we had some success or, Hey, we had a total blast, but it sucked because it couldn't last because we didn't get there. And so I think it's hard to, to get that like flavor and that character with the same group of people. You almost have to have like some runway, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, 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 not the like hey boom this is gonna happen you do, do these 10 steps and by monday like you're gonna okay. be a team that is rocking and rolling so, so let's say i have a team of a certain number of individuals and they either know each other or don't or whatever but they're not this team yet like how if i'm gonna and i have the time to give them the runway to form how do i get them to actually become that ideal team and not become a collection of individuals that are only caring about their self-interest or whatever like what's how do i make sure that the team is progressing towards that uh, ideal vision you described. 
I mean, you can't make them do anything. Right. You, you can only influence. I, yeah, you can only act the way that you would want them to act. Right. I mean, it seems silly and basic, but that's really all that you have control over. So is does if that you, mean if you, you exhibit a, that so integrity, so that means you have to be a member of the team in order to model that behavior, right? I think so. I don't. I don't know how you can. Uh, I mean, I think you can lead by example, but uh, it's it's difficult if you're removed from the 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 team itself, right? You can do it if you have some interaction with them, but you can't do it from afar. Yeah. So I'm. I'm yeah, I don't think you can do it from a total afar. I don't know if you can do it if you are on the team per se. Um, maybe. So are you, are you saying so, so, so from so what I hear Jade said he's saying like in order to get the best results you should be like it's easiest if you're on the team and I think I'm hearing you say it's easiest if you're not on the team I, I think some of it might depend on how you define on the team for me okay in the way that I look at that the the, the more I, I I like metaphors I, I think they're a good way to explore ideas and if I look at it successful, uh, teams, whether it be sports or successful results, like the two things that come to mind immediately for me recently are um, if you look at like Chris Powell's extreme weight loss, which you guys may or may not be familiar with, but this is a guy who takes people that are 300 pounds and gets them to 150 pounds in 365 days, right? Wow. Like this, it's like hardcore stuff, right? He can't lose the weight for them, right? But what he can do is he can say, Are you committed to losing weight? And if you're committed to losing weight, I can help teach you ways to lose that weight and to get healthy, and I can make you be accountable for it, mm-hmm. right? I can help. I can't make you be accountable. I can help hold you accountable for it, right? And so I, I think that's part of it, right? Like if you have that mix of people, do all of those people agree on those things, right? Do they all agree that that's what a good team looks like? And then if they do, are they willing to let somebody, including each other, lift them up to that accountability and coach them towards the practices that will get them there. So in that metaphor, I, I'm kind of just picturing in my head, and it kind of seems to me like if this Chris weight loss guy was also large and said, like, hey, we're going to do this together, and we're both going to lose 200 pounds, I feel like it, it, his job would be easier. He'd have more credibility. It, it, yes and no. So the the downside, it, he, he would have the, the, the I'm going to, he'd have You're the, get more em- empathy. He, he would have the right. empathy side. But part of what he would lose is the who are the, you who are you to tell me that you know running a marathon every there's a fly going around like crazy <laughs> uh, who who are you to tell me that running ten miles a day helps me lose weight when your fat ass still right. weighs three hundred yep. pounds yeah. right um, so you lose some of the credibility there I think also you potentially lose some of the accountability because if it's like well if I eat a candy if I see you eat a candy bar then maybe it's okay yep. for me to eat a candy sure. bar because I'm a fat kid. And I do want to eat, the, you know, and so it becomes easier. And I see that that is probably the one of the biggest things I see on teams is you'll say two people, I, I, I'm to, I totally want to pair program. I'm totally committed to that totally committed. To another person, yeah, yeah. And it's like the first time the other person's like, I'm gonna go over here and work on this real quick for a second. And then the other person's like, oh, okay. And then pretty soon it's like, you guys haven't paired in a month. And it's like, oh yeah, but we still really want to. But they were both complicit in it because 
it was easy to do. Where if you had somebody who said like, hey, you know, you guys said you were pairing today and I haven't seen you pair all day. What's going on? They don't have to be on the team or be one of the people that is pairing in order to hold that accountability right. but, there. But I think in that case, like in your example, that person is part of their team, right? right. Even, That's why even said, if well, he's in a yeah. coaching role, he's still yes. part of, they've, they've decided to come together to yeah. achieve some outcome, right? right. Sure. They might not yes. be doing the same work yes. or doing whatever, but I'm... I'm saying I'm willing to accept yes. your influence on me. Yeah, right? and so that's why I said it depends on what you consider on the team. If we're going after a shared result together, and and we've both got a vested interest in that result, I would say we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Our roles on that team might be different, right? Maybe maybe the the role of Chris Powell is to be you know that that coach and that mentor and that you know accountability person and that ability to um you know motivator motivate and and do those things and get to the bottom whatever facilitate um doing that but i think that's still part of that weight loss team together right like I, i would say that when the people got to the end of it they didn't go i did this all on my own Right. They said, you know, hey, it's just and that was gonna be my other analogy would be like a Phil Jackson, right? Somebody who's repeatedly won at the highest level with multiple teams, multiple different players, right? This is somebody that was able to get a collective group of people to believe what sport are we to talking believe about? basketball, to <laughs> believe in to believe in a style or a system or something around that, right? And then hold them accountable to executing against that. Right. Um, again, I would say, you know, you say, hey, he got a championship ring right along with the teams mm-hmm. that won championships for him. So was he part of the team? Yeah. But he wasn't a guy out on the court necessarily putting the ball in the net. So does uh, the definition of an ideal che- team change over time? Like I heard you describe, and I have my own picture, and I'm trying to fill in my opinion of what an ideal team looks like has changed over time. I guess – is that is that something that's always in motion and therefore unattainable? I think so because I think it's a reflection of your own maturity, what you think the ideal team is. Yeah. Right. And I, I think if you're if you're in search of excellence and search of constantly improving, yes, there is no destination called perfect team. There's a journey to perfect team. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen glimpses of some of these things that we've talked about. You know, all throughout my career in different in different groups and different teams that I've worked with but never the the whole picture because my expectations are constantly rising mm-hmm. right my expectations for myself and the people that that I choose to work with they're always getting higher and higher and higher and harder to reach right but I think that's what makes it the ideal so how does a how does a team on the road to perfection deal with uh, poisonous elements on that team you got to turn them or Get rid of them. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's if, no easy answer to that. I, I think if you're really talking kind of uh, accountability from that standpoint, right? Like, so a, are they on the bus? Do they do they agree with the things that are being agreed upon? And if the answer is no, that's probably a pretty good sign that either you're on the wrong team or they're on the wrong team, right? So if the majority of the team is saying, hey, we're going this direction, and you've got somebody that says, I refuse to go that direction, I want to go this direction from like a philosophy or a core like value, vision, mission kind of thing, I I think somebody has to either recalibrate and say like – put the line in the sand that like we're headed to new mexico if you're headed to california get off and get on the california bus and those become pretty cut and dry like i don't i don't think that's and, and i think it's cut and dry for everybody like it, if you're if you're in the if you're the person that wants to go to california you see you realize the bus is going the other direction it's pretty easy to get off the bus because you know 
right? Um, and then I think there are ones where it's, hey, I'm not necessarily uh, disagreeing with where we're going there, but maybe there's personality involved, maybe the implementation. I think we should be going on a plane, not on a bus, whatever there. And I think those you've just got to deal with through, you know, the kind of the accountability, the conflict, the, the all of the, like, uh, steps it takes to really kind of form within a team and, and deal with those issues, right? It's just like you go get married right away, right? You, you might, hey, we both have the same dream of where we want to be when we grow old and have kids and everything else. But like in there, we realize like you like to put the toilet paper roll down. I like to put it roll up and we need to box that out to figure out how we're going to put the it's toilet. It's roll up, by the yeah, way. It's put, really put, 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 put the roll up in, in the thing, right? But that doesn't mean we should go get divorced because we just grab we got to figure it out, right? Um, I, I think that that, that kind of exists in teams too. It seems to me though that those those start becoming some really dangerous questions to ask because you may find that you're on the wrong bus, so to speak. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So I'd like to say the earlier you can have conflict and the better you get at dealing with that or getting mm-hmm. results from it, the better you're going to get to a better team because either you're going to... It's true. I don't want to be halfway to California before I find out I'm headed to New York, right? Like yes. I'd rather find yes. out while I'm still in Texas so I can... It, yeah, it's much it's much less... Pain, a, a, it's much less painful, less painful for everybody from a standpoint of I'm not now stranded somewhere halfway in between, but it also makes the ride so much more enjoyable, right? Like mm-hmm. if I can get the, the distractors off the bus 10 miles in, now I've got a 1,000 miles of like much funner trap much more fun travel right so it's easier to say this right but then oh, to actually to do, do it yeah. right yeah. yeah i mean there's there's a whole human element that gets involved that makes if, it very difficult if you're not doing this right now you are a bad <laughs> human being <laughs> so uh like what are the what's the first step that somebody should take if they say like i know that i want I want to reach whatever well, my perceived well, ideal is. So, so like, I think that is the first, first step, step right? is self-awareness. It's, right. Like yeah. I, I don't think many people know where they actually yeah. want to go. Mm. I, I'll say that's the biggest problem with uh, teams I've encountered lately is team members who don't really know what they want. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, or they say, like, I want X, but in reality, none of their actions match X. And you're sitting and there They probably going, really believe they want X, too. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think they just... They haven't really thought about it, right? So it's yep. like the world has told me, you know, it's the classic case of the world has told me I should be an accountant. Secretly, I want to be uh, the lead guitarist for whatever, but I just know that's not possible. So when, when people ask me every year for the last five years, what do I want to be? I say I want to be an accountant, right? And so then I say, okay, what do you want to be, be an accountant? Right? But I spend all my time practicing guitar in the garage, and I never pick up a financial journal, never go talk to any other accountants. It's like, mm, I'm not believing you want to be the best accountant in the world. Like, I think you're interest lies elsewhere and that that is very hard to be honest with yourself right and that i think that goes all the way full circle to the only person that you can change is yourself and so if you want to influence people right you need to start acting in the way that you want the rest of your team to behave right, right. and that that's going to be hard when you're not in sync uh, not the band but uh right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah backstreet boys is way better <laughs> And on that note, I think that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Is there something you'd like to hear in a future episode? Head over to integramtech.com slash podcast where you can suggest a topic or a guest. Looking for an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news, techniques, and events in the Agile community? Sign up today at agileweekly.com. 
It's the best Agile content delivered weekly for free. The Agile Weekly Podcast is brought to you by Integrum Technologies and recorded at Gangplank Studios in Chandler, Arizona. For old episodes, check out integrumtech.com or subscribe on iTunes. Need help with your Agile transition? Have a question and need to phone a friend? Try calling the Agile Hotline. It's free. Call 866-244-8656.